everybody this is DJ waves and I got the nods behind the camera and we've got a special guest with us today this is our first this is my first interview um, a solo interview so I'm excited for this one but we got also uh, Faitele Ferretti from hey. Rain Power himself man thank you so much boys it's thanks for coming to be on. on it's good to be on <laughs> Oh, look, I, I wanted to, um, obviously, I've been watching a lot of your stories and, and kind of getting to know more of, like, more of an outside view of what um, you've been doing with Rain Apparel and, and everything like that. So I, I thought it would be a good idea to bring you on and honestly, like, just sit down and have a good also chat and get pleasure. to know the man behind the, the no, apparel. Pleasure, so. man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for yeah, reaching bro. out. I'm nervous, to be honest, but, man, I'm so pumped for the space that you boys are stepped into lead led into yeah i reckon you guys were the well the first day you know i've seen yeah, yeah like jump into this space and you've owned it going from levels to levels and i can't wait to see what's next i'm honored man we're honored to have you on bro thank you so much um also like in our last time so we obviously caught up before before we had this interview and i wanted to like i think just we I felt like we connected so well mm. um, just with our stories and our, our faith as well and I felt like it was funny because we were sitting there and it was what I had or originally thought was just for a 30 minute catch up ended up being this whole I think, I think we sat there for two hours two, eh? two and a half hours just, <laughs> just short of two and a half hours it was funny because I had planned to have a have a hour lunch that day, <laughs> and then when I got back, I was getting the eyes of doom, eh, oh, from all the boys. Like, oh, just, but man, nah, you're right. We did connect, and I yeah. felt, I felt rejuvenated when I left there. I was like, oh, the thought of coming onto a podcast, uh, yeah. I guess the, the ice was broken then. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the whole point. Like, I, I definitely feel like the space that that we've created with the, the also Table Talk podcast it helps us to kind of break the barriers a bit and just dive into people's stories definitely which I'm, I'm really grateful you came on for man, man i'm ready yeah i'm ready and i'm <laughs> willing and able oh, <laughs> but like i said um so i wanted to get to know the the man behind the apparel i'm also wearing um rain apparel's um merch as well so <laughs> and check out the new hats too that's awesome you guys just dropped those eh? uh we haven't dropped them yet so they're a bit of an exclusive Ooh. to be honest the story behind this is I burnt about seven or eight hats making these. Yeah, I remember you telling um, me. I guess I finally finally got it right, got the the levels right and everything. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, just a token of appreciation for you boys. Uh, you guys you, are doing man. hard work. I know it's voluntary, but I know the content's good and people have been fed, so. Appreciate it, bro. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so obviously when the last time we spoke, um, you mentioned that you were, you were born in Wellington, right? Wellington, New Zealand, and raised in a Christian home with siblings. Mm. Um, talk to us a bit about what that was like, especially um, being the youngest. Yeah, shucks. Um, I'll start with being the youngest. Yeah, I'm yeah. the youngest of uh, two brothers and three uh, three sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I, I guess I got to. I got the good side of my parents, you know, all the older lot, they got the strict side, you know, they had to break all the walls down. And then when I came through, it was like, I just got to have it all my way. So growing up, I really jumped in the draft of my, my siblings going forward. And, nice. you know, there were a few things that, um, I guess, culture, mm. 
you know, like with my sister and my older brother, just having their freedom, you know, freedom's big for us, you know, yeah, wanting to go out yeah. and go hang out with our friends and that and that. So when they broke those walls down for with my parents, yeah. when it got to me, it was like, I was the most free kid ever, man. And oh, that's good. I appreciate them for doing that because there are, there are chains that I believe need to be broken in, in, yeah. in our culture and our families. So coming through, I look up to my brother, yeah. look up to my sisters as well. Um, my brother, he was a big part of, I guess, my creative uh, awareness. Yeah, yeah, Like he was the one that kind of started new things, went into new spaces. So I was like always looking up, oh, he's a mad dude, like he's all right. I don't tell him that enough, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he was always the one, you know, he used to teach me a lot of things like, even down to colouring, I used to colour the book, like, you know, colouring in books? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember one night I was colouring in a book and he came in and goes, what are you doing? I go, what? And he goes, colour one way. Colour one way, trust me, it'll look way better. I don't know what it did for me, but it created something in a habit, created a habit in me and I started, started just looking at, I think, art differently. I think that's where it really sparked. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that was from my older brother. My sister taught me how to, man, my sister will barter a 50 cent ice cream. <laughs> so she used to just like We'd sometimes get embarrassed So we would pull up somewhere And she's like Can I get a discount on that? Oh, like, so man. I don't know what that taught me But it just taught me just like I guess never settle Like true, always true. just like Push That's the a boundary point. a little bit yeah, yeah. You know But still have respect um, That was my older sister <laughs> <laughs> So she's got to watch this And give you an idea Shout out to you sister But no nah, definitely man Um I think with us, we always look, you know, our best, our first best friends are, are normally our siblings. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, my brother and and my sisters, they were definitely um, an influence in my life. Yeah, yeah. And it really caused, like, um, like the, the bridge between me and my parents. Yeah, yeah. Um, it really helped us connect because they had broken down a couple of, um, how do you guess, like, what culture brings into family, mm. a bit of tradition. And now, like, my parents, like, we took them away for the first time mm. a couple of years ago to Hawaii oh, for my brother's that wedding. Would, that would and have been a good moment. It really hurt me when mum goes, man, we should have done this earlier. Uh, like, it was our first family vacation together. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, well, if you didn't, I don't know. <laughs> if you weren't, sorry, I don't. But, you know, just hearing those words, I was like, man, now we need to show, like, appreciate our parents through you know taking them and giving them our experience you know yeah, wanting yeah. to go away wanting to go on holidays wanting to go on vacations things like that you know things that guess you hear other cultures say yeah. you know i've never heard of folk go oh we're going on vacation this christmas that's true like you know what i mean that's so true. so now we got the opportunity to you know pay it back and go mom I want to go to the Maldives? No, jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, that's yeah, a dream like, place, man. Oh, dreamy, dreamy. <laughs> I think that was my childhood. I, I love my childhood. Yeah. I was very blessed to... I didn't know it at the time, but because I was the youngest, obviously, I um, would stay home with grandma and grandpa a lot. And I would, yeah. uh, in the Samoan culture, I would go see them. Or uh, I would, you know, look after them. So mum and dad would go to church events. My siblings would be old, you know, they'll be out and about. I was always the one to, you know, stay home and look after them. Yeah. And at the time, like, mom and dad were like, you know, you're going to get blessed from this. You know, and in my head, I'm like, what? Like, I'm just, you know, I'm stuck. I've heard that all a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stuck doing this. Like, I didn't like it at the time. 
But what it caused, or what it created, was a real strong bond with my grandpa. Yeah. Uh, I'm named after him. Oh, so nice. Faitele, yeah, Faitele, Fatsa Faitele is my my grandpa, and to this day, I'm still, I still feel like I'm receiving blessings from it. Like it's just like, I guess that you know the verse in the Bible: you, when you're faithful with the little, yeah, God yeah. will give you more faith, uh, more things to be faithful with. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that was it, and I'm really just benefiting from it to this day. Yeah, so That's that was awesome. childhood in Wellington, Windy Wellington. They say never buy a hat in Wellington. Um, but yeah, I loved my childhood, man. <laughs> that's 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 actually such a crazy thing. I've actually seen a lot of um, young people on TikTok this week. Actually, I was I was finding myself on. We posted it on our page too. Mm. It was like this um, this young girl taking care of her grandpa and I've you know like it. just cleaning her up, cleaning him up, and, and giving him a shave and stuff. And I thought I, I went on TikTok that night and I was just looking through constantly seeing like a lot of um young people doing doing you know things out of kindness for for their grandparents yeah <coughs> excuse me and i thought like it's so cool to see that um uh, as busy as life gets it's such it's such a beautiful reminder to bring things right back to you know who who the people who were there when we were born yeah and and our first steps you know and i Definitely. i appreciate that man there were times where um it got hard, like, the more I'd grow up, the more I was involved with looking after them. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know I can say this on this podcast, and I know that we've all probably experienced something, but, yeah, yeah. you know, we were cha- I was changing their nappies, yeah, and I was yeah. changing their beds and stuff. It got to that that level that I was just like, wow, like, why is a kid my age doing this? You know, and when, when you know, the male or the uncles would come and see me, what I was doing, yeah. they're like, you know, where's the woman? Like, where's... So there was always that culture type of thing that was in there. But in my mind, I was like, wait, wait, shouldn't we just do this because we love them? Like, you know, <laughs> should, it, should it have to be a gender thing? Should it just... So that that's, was something... That's a good point. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, I struggled with because I was like, I was told I shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, but that's my grandma and grandpa. Like, you know, does it, it count? So like, how does it count? So that was something that I think I questioned a lot, um, you know, while go seeing my grandparents. But... Yeah. Man, I loved him. I remember one time I was feeding my grandpa and he forgot who I was. Wow. And he full collared me and he was like, who are you? And so I was like, oh, what? where'd this come from? And that's when I started to learn about dementia. And, yeah, yeah. You know, that, that even in the Bible it says that when you grow old, you go back to being a child. So yeah. I was seeing that come through and I was like, shucks. And I think it caused a lot of maturity at an early age. That's what I saw. Yeah, yeah. Like I got to see things, you know, kids weren't seen, didn't know about. So I was like, okay, maybe that's, that's the blessing. such a young age. Yeah, too. such a young yeah. age. But it was mad. Like if, if we were in a circle at school and I told my stories, yeah. <laughs> they'll be like, oh, weird. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, but man, God bless our parents, our grandparents, and yeah. Yeah. I just had that, um, there's an old, like a movie, uh, Three Wise Cousins. <laughs> there's that, that um, line that he says, is like, Man, you don't clean your your mum's panties. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but there's no limit. Like it's there's normal no, for it's them. It's normal. It's very a normal, normal thing, you know. Very to, normal. But yeah, I I definitely understand where you're coming from, man. Mm. Um, I noticed you obviously referenced a lot with the Bible and stuff, and that reflects obviously your faith. Um, and moving into ministry, you mentioned that you also grew up um, in a youth group, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Growing up. When I was um, 
So leading on from looking after my parents, I got to an age where I just needed to be around youth. Yeah, know? yeah. My brother actually was at the, his age where he wanted to step away from youth. So we kind of switched roles and grandma and grandpa, we sorted everything out so that I could go to youth. Yeah. Man, and you know, like, first time I, my expectation of youth was just games. <laughs> just straight up touch, you know, ultimate, yeah, yeah. you know, games and fun. And then I remember my first experience, I was like, standing in a circle praying. I was like, okay. And then, oh, okay, our first activity, we're going to read from, you know, Mark. And I want, you to, <laughs> I want you to go away and come back with a creative skit or a song or a dance. And I'm going, what's this? <laughs> you know, I was expo- then I was exposed to it. But, man, I loved it. Eh? I didn't realise yeah. how much I loved it because we got to open up to a different side. You got to open up to a side that you're not normally like at home. Yeah. You know, that I guess the the creative people started to step up and say, okay, we could do this and this and that. And that's where I really got to uh, experience a bit of mentorship. Mm. It was in our youth. So I'd look up to the boys and I'd name a few, Sefa, Tau, uh, August, even my own brother. A lot of the boys that I was like, okay, I like the way, you know, they conduct themselves. Um, Maybe I can look towards them to, you know, how to be. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, as the years went on, I think I just started to solidify my space and my spot in youth. I never became a leader, but I, I felt like I was like the, one of those silent leaders, just one of those uh, just, just solid yeah, yeah, yeah. members that I, I loved being there. I loved seeing new people come through. Nice. And I loved to see um, like characters form. Mm. Like, you know, when the, when yeah, the, new, yeah, yeah. the new guy joins the circle, he's all quiet and he's, oi, oi, oi. But then, like, then, the next few weeks, he's so, yeah. the jokes in. Cracking the jokes. It's coming out, you know, his character yeah, starting to yeah. show. And that's because that's it was done for me. I felt like it was awesome to do it for kids. I was like, hey, this is a safe space, man. Like, yeah. just open up, be yourself. And us, Polly's, and I know we're creative with levels. So it was just a matter of just hitting the level and then yeah. going deeper, going deeper. And it was done for me, so yeah. Yeah, and I, and I wanted to, because this is what I resonated with well when, when you shared your story with me before, with how um, youth ministry actually like helped spark and cultivate your your um, creativity. Eh? Yeah, definitely. And I think I, I definitely reflect that to that because like I never started DJing until youth. I never started photography until youth. And from there, like, things just grew for me from youth. Yeah. And that's that's where it felt like I was in a space that was giving me the okay, the green light that, mm. yeah, yeah, you can do this. Like, it's okay. I lo- yeah, I love that, bro. And you're, you're 100% right because I'm a big believer in the circle that you keep. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And um, so, like, you know, you step into a circle of footy, obviously you're going to get into the footy scenery, the culture, yeah. you know, everything around it. You step into a a circle full of uh, gamers, you know, all of a sudden you're buying a PC, <laughs> you're buying a PS5. And yeah, then, what? But, nah, nah, don't, nah, don't. I, I'm useless at gaming, man. I, I'm real bad, so. That's all right, we're the same, bro. <laughs> I don't mind cards. I'll play cards all night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so stepping into youth, it felt like it was that. It was stepping into people that were still finding themselves as well. Yeah, 100%. And I, I've... I strongly feel like we got to do it together. Yeah. You know, there were people along the journey further along. There were people that were just starting. So stepping into that space, I realized there were dimensions to people. You know, someone that you saw at church that was just so, you know, well well kept. 
and then you see them in a different scenery or, you know, different, like, at youth. Man, things just started coming to me. I was like, man, I want, I want to see what I, you know, what depth I have, yeah, where yeah, I can yeah. go. I went, so I went to the, you know, singing side. It didn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd go to the, you know, the drama side and try yeah, to be yeah. part of the acting. Oh, I've done all right there. Until um, I remember one time we were, I was always gunning for to, to be Jesus. It, and there was, it was me and this, uh, me and my cousin Lo, always gunning for the Jesus spot. But then I started to put on weight. Uh. <laughs> so then he got the Jesus. Uh, <laughs> he got the Jesus role. But I think, yeah, influence in the circle that you keep it's so important because I you. I think a lot of the times you are uh, a byproduct of the circle. Yeah, and yeah. and I, I praise God for the circles He's pushed, you know, placed me in because it just along the way it just forms me and molds yeah. me. So definitely that creative side started at youth. That's awesome. And what about with um your obviously you have ability to do graphic design, eh? Was that started from also? In yeah, youth as well? yeah. So. I had a very close friend, uh, Dom, mm. and youth, and, and I'm going to be transparent here. Yeah, yeah. I was um, I was drinking, I was partying at the time. That was probably a side that I, I discovered that I you know, questioned. The, but I was doing it, and then it got to a point where it was just repetitive. Mm. And then, um, I don't know if you remember, but do you remember Popo Hardware? Oh. Okay, so Popo Hardware were like, they were the go-tos for T-shirts at the markets in New Zealand. Okay. So they had like the KFC, they had um, Subway and it'll be Fallboy. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, they had all those T-shirts, oh, Mountain Dew, and mm. it was Mountain Guy. <laughs> um, so Popo Hardware came out with these, that's when Otara markets were banging. Yeah, yeah. So these teachers started filtering into Wellington and people started rocking them. And I always used to look at them and just be like, shucks, like what's one I can create? Yeah, yeah. So, I f and I, I, f I realized I had a visual, like I loved visuals, and I thought of my nickname at the time was Pumba, mm. and I thought of Puma, but uh, a warthog instead of a, a Puma jumping over, <laughs> the, over the name. Yeah, so, yeah. I was real happy. I was like, sketched it up, and one of my boys, Dom, he was doing graphics at the time. Um, so, he, I showed him the concept, and he goes, yeah, easy, bro. We can make that happen. So, then I just thought all of a sudden just stopped going out mm. and on Saturday nights he would come over to my house and um, originally I would do you remember paint? Yeah, yeah. Microsoft paint? Uh, so I'd try to do oh it on paint. Gosh. You remember yeah. paint? How yeah. many hours did you reckon you spent on paint? Bro, I try to be so like creative <laughs> on there but There's only so much you could do with paint so imagine me trying to do this logo on paint. He came <laughs> over. <laughs> he came over, and that week I actually bought a new computer. Yeah, yeah. And he um, downloaded Photoshop, a cracked version of Photoshop, and that was my first um, experience, my first time dealing with a professional program. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what it was or what it could do. Anyway, within half an hour, he had the design ready for me, ready to go and ready to print, bro. That week, Popo Hardware dropped it, Pumba with the Warthog. Oh my gosh. I was devastated, man. I was devastated Dude. because obviously you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, back then it was called biting. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't want to bite someone's design and it, it would look like I had bitten their design, so I just scrapped it. But I think what I realized there is that if I thought of that idea and Popo Hardware thought of that idea, my ideas were up to par. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, oh, okay, I got something. Yeah, yeah. So. That's like, massive. Yeah, it was pretty big. I was just like, oh, if, and they almost did it identically. 
Like it was almost identical to the design. You know what's frustrating is like as a creative, you get that that idea, right? And then I'm I'm such a procrastinator, bro. And I think I I, I would share even to nons, man. I said I say so many ideas and then instantly we'll probably see it the next two weeks bro. someone's done it or it's happening. And, and the like, burn and is different, eh? Oh, the man. burn is different, man. <laughs> it still happens. To, I'm, I'm like you, bro. I'm a procrastinator. Yeah, yeah. And my wife puts it on me all the time, <laughs> eh? Like if she sees something that she knew I was brewing on, she'd be like, oh, look at this. <laughs> oh. oh man, come on, man! <laughs> but I know she only does it, you know, just to get, kind of get me out of that rut. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'll sit on something for four weeks, eh? And then next thing you know, you see it released, and you're just quietly dying inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they put it up, our number one seller. And you're like, oh what? But yeah, I guess, you just uh, carry that tension around with you. Big lesson. Work, big so. lesson is, um, yeah, act, yeah. Or act on your ideas. <laughs> um, I want to talk about obviously also. Your big move to to Sydney. So obviously in Wellington, you were um, you were you know cultivating that creati- creativity as mm. well, um, and you also went through a phase of like drinking and partying and stuff like that. Um, you came here in 2012 at the age of 22, mm. right? And you came for a 50th birthday. Yeah. Um, talk us through how, like, what was it about Sydney that made you say, okay, this is where I need to, like. I think um, the thing, the, my later years in Wellington, mm. I think I realised that I could put myself in a place and kind of be okay. Yeah, yeah. Like I would just randomly enter circles and then all of a sudden be everyone's friend. So I, I put that to the test, like it was the biggest test. Came over for the fiftieth. I actually emceed the fiftieth. Whoa! It, it was it was a small garden garden party. They ah, okay. not, not not like you, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> bro. There was like forty of us, not four hundred. <laughs> but I emceed it uh, in honor of my sister. My sister was living here at the time, uh, and she goes, "Bro, can you can you emcee?" You know, it was her partner's fiftieth, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "Oh man, yeah, I'll give it a go." But I think that you know, stepping into a new space. I know it's scary, mm. but to me it's scary but exciting. Yeah, of it's course. Like, it's, it's like mad. It's like, oh, mad, what can I create here? Or like, you know, what foundations have I learned yeah. that I can apply here and see what I can build? It's like a massive reset. It is. Anything, it's like yeah. a reset. Yeah, 100%. And at that time, actually, good word, bro. At that time, I needed a reset. Yeah. Because in Wellington, it just felt like I was going in circles. Mm. I was working for the weekend. But that's uh, all it was. I was working giving mum, you know, the side of the mortgage, yeah. the, the, uh, the the church side, and then just blowing the rest and then living, pay, you know, paycheck, as yeah, yeah. cliche as it was, it was that living in circle. And when I came in for the fifth year, my sister pitched it to me. She goes, hey, bro, would you like to give Sydney a go? You know, giggled, had a laugh, and then I was like, actually, yeah, I wouldn't mind. Me being the youngest, obviously the youngest is normally the one that stays home. Yeah. Right? You know, in our families, the youngest is the one that stays behind, go see the makua and stuff like that. So when I decided I wanted to, my first approach was to my brother. Yeah. And I went to my brother Fred. I go, bro, look, I pitched it to him. I go, I'm not doing anything here. Nothing's going for me. Would you be all right if I went to Sydney? And and tried you know rolled, rolled my rolled, rolled the dice in Sydney, and at first he wasn't he wasn't on board. Anyway, after that I went to mum and dad, and 
after a couple of weeks, mum and dad said, yeah, okay, you can, you know, you can do it. Yeah, yeah. After, you know, my sister jumping on board as well, you know. Because my sister had no family here. So it was, and me and my sister are tight. So I, I think I didn't realise until um, getting to know God more. Yeah, yeah. And, and like really just forming that strong connection with God that, okay, it wasn't selfish. Yeah. It was actually a God decision. Yeah. Sometimes like, you know, God would just take me. Look, look at the Bible as an example. Yeah, yeah. He just told Abraham to go. Abraham didn't ask any questions. He just up and left. And I was like, I need this, man. I really need this. And the way I pitched it to my brother, I think he came too. He yeah. came right and, you know, gave me the blessing and everything like that. But to this, like, now me and my brother, we haven't been as strong. Like, we're yeah. the strongest right now. Um, our siblings, you know, we're, we're strong. And mum and dad were connected, like, they still buzz out at the fact that we can Zoom. Like mum <laughs> <laughs> like and dad, when we're on the Zoom, they're like, oh, this is nice. Like, and you know, family chats and too. Family hey, chats, oh, you know, man. those important times. That's it's, awesome. So, but yeah, that, that was definitely um, how the whole transition to Australia happened. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask two more questions for before we go into Raina Powell. Um, I love that when you you moved here, you mentioned before when we met, when we met that um, you actually found a great local church. And in that local church, you found yourself a great, like a good circle of people who, um, as you mentioned, like gave you guidance and, and things like that. So talk us through how that was like. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I joined this church. It was, it was an, what I, as soon as I walked in, yeah. um, I think it was the atmosphere that got me. Yeah, yeah. It was just vibing, you know, there were smiles all around. I was approached three or four times in the first 10 minutes, you know. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, this is different. Um, and then oh, I started attending, yeah. and I started to get to know some boys there. And um, Masi and Danny pulled me into a bit of, um, I guess, just like, hey, bro, how are you? Yeah, you yeah. know, what what gets you going? Like, you know, what do you do? That, that, that conversation started to happen. And I noticed, I was like, oh, man, I'm really enjoying this, you know. People are nice, and I'm getting fed you know, spiritually. Yeah, yeah. And I found the more time I spent there, the more, um, again, my circle started to grow. Mm. And this this place was just full of, um, I guess, like life breathing, like, yeah. you know, life-giving words. And uh, it got to a point where I was just like, a lot of the questions was, were, um, you know, what gets you going? You know, what's your buzz? Like, what do you like to do? Um, so I remember sharing with a friend, oh, I actually like to draw. I like uh, topography. Mm. It's just words in an artistic way. Oh my gosh, I've been saying that word the wrong way then. Oh, how do you say it? I say typography. Typography. Oh, I think, yeah, I think <laughs> that's from the northern side of London. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's from Upper East. Um, <laughs> that's no, but topography. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, typography. <laughs> But I really like that style of art, and I got to know a couple of artists there. Man. Yeah, so I, I started talking to them, and they're like, oh, do you have an Instagram account? And I'm like, oh, yeah. They're like, oh, you should put some art up. Mm. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I was just kind of weirded out by it, how forward they were. Yeah, yeah. And how, like, you know, when you extract something from some, you know, it's like they come into you and they force it out of you. It felt like, not force, yeah. force is the wrong word, but they extract it from you. So that's what happened. It's like bringing the best out of yeah, you. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. It was just like you know, going, getting deep. And I remember one night I just decided to do uh, this uh, this text. 
and mm. it said more of you less of me Love that. and that was in connection with my walk at the time my journey yeah, yeah, yeah. i felt like i had really um connected with god and i was i was in a good place yeah so i put up this post and the feedback i got was just life comment life comment life comment life and i was like where did this all come from you know like i'd never been like so much life breathed into me from just something that i love to do yeah yeah so from then on i was just like we had this little circle of creatives nice yeah so we had musicians we had artists we had photographers and um photographers were actually photographers for church as well yeah, so yeah. you got to see them in their element and it just started it opened up this new space for me it was like wow like creative you can be creative anywhere like there is no boundary to creativeness yeah, yeah. and that's what i was taught at this place and it was just embedded into me and then i started talking the language you know i started Speaking looking life yeah, a lot, hey, yeah and, yeah. and I, I noticed my algorithm switched on my instagram it was um you know before it was all like six pack abs and that's like <laughs> <laughs> 10 10 minutes six, six pack abs no, it went from like um sports and fitness and graffiti yeah to photography to um videography you know yeah, people yeah. being you know drone shots and all this, uh, this this you know it just took a different route and i i liked it i really liked it and i found myself wanting to develop my creative side more that's good yeah, yeah yeah so it challenged me i'd look at someone and and go man i want to be able to do that youtube tutorial how to do that Bro. shout out youtube tutorials <laughs> i call youtube the university of youtube yeah because, oh, that's um, i'm sure for like forward in our conversation Rain Apparel, yeah. its teacher, obviously, was its leader was God, but its teacher was YouTube. <laughs> YouTube was, yeah, everything. How to do this, how to do that. And I found myself, um, even my searches in Google changed from just trying to see what I had. Like, you know, when you get a glimpse of something, you want to see the rest? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw a glimpse of my creativity and I wanted to see the rest. And I'm still finding out to this day, you know, where I can That's go. That's a good thing about that journey, yeah. Wow. Like you just find ending. this new discovery of like new talents that you could f you feel like because you've come a long way and gone through this whole journey of finding that creative ability, you get exposed to something and you're like, I wish I think I can do that, mm. and it gives you that because of your track record, it gives you that like boost of you know I can do it, hundred yeah. percent, and like with that, it, it also made me want to be at church. Mm. It made me want to be around these people. Yeah. And it made me want to know God more. Because I had learned that God is the most creative person I'll ever know. 100%. And I, like before I'd look at Banksy, I'd look at a lot of artists, graffiti artists, because I love graffiti. Yeah. And then I remember a guy was like, why do you look at all them? Just look at God. He created the world in seven days. <laughs> I was just like, far out. You're right. Like, you know, you're right. He created this beautiful earth and all the animals how different everything is so i started shifting my mind from i'm just gonna start connecting with god yeah, yeah. i'm just gonna start getting to know who jesus is and that's like me going into that church like a lot of people believe to belong like when you think about it oh, i believe in god so i belong now but for me it was different i had to belong in order to believe yeah, yeah. so i felt like i had jumped into the circle and I loved, you know, what was going on here. And I really felt it was the right place to yeah. connect to God. So I felt like I belong and then I believed. Yeah. And I heard this quote from um, 
John C. Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. It was about leadership. In one of his books, he says, um, let me just gather my thoughts. I don't want to say this wrong. No, you're right. Um, he's, he a says, great, he's a great leadership. <laughs> yeah, um, I love... Um, and I've only recently started to get into John C. Maxwell. Mm. But uh, he says something like, people won't care what you know about until they know how much you care. Oh. And I was like, when I heard that... That's beautiful. It sat with me for like weeks because yeah. I couldn't just, couldn't grasp what it meant, but I knew that it was something deep. I like to listen to podcasts and, and audio books when I'm driving. Yeah. So sometimes I'll miss turns because I'm like too deep in thought. You know, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be, oh, I've got to go around, this, around the block because I'm just listening to a podcast. But when I heard that, it had me driving and I was like, wait, what? Sometimes people... Oh, people don't care. What was it again? <laughs> people don't care about what you believe until they see. Oh, people don't care about what you know yeah. until they know how much you care. How much you care. Yeah. So when I had created, I mean, not created. When I had connected with God, it started to become okay. What are you gonna do outwards now? Now mm. you've been fed. What are you gonna do outwards? And I was like, okay, I can't just go up to someone and smack them with the Bible, <laughs> as some, you know, as as it's done, been done in the past. Um, I can't just go and start, you know, screaming at, at you know, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, yeah. you're wrong. I can't do that. So I it had. I tell you what, I I think I was that person <laughs> <laughs> when I first became a uh, when I obviously first became a Christian. Um, I remember me and my cousin were having a, a drink up in the backyard, and I had this like fire in me you know you know what i did mid drinker I, I i got up and i read my bible <laughs> i started i started preaching like i was was it the holy spirit or a different I don't spirit know, <laughs> but i'll never forget that yeah i'll never forget the way i was trying to like get everyone on the on that same buzz but i forgot i think what was important was i needed to realize that like it wasn't the way i was um, brought in to believe, you know, and mm. I, I needed to reciprocate the same way that people showed love to me and people spoke life to me. Nice. That I needed to speak life back out the same way, and I think that's what um, you were going to say. Yeah, yeah, pretty. Yeah, yeah. That because I want people to know how much I love God. Yeah. But they, I, they won't just know. I have, to, I have to show them. Mm-hmm. I have to show from my actions. Yeah. Um, not creating a friendship with an agenda behind it. Like, do, yeah. you, get, do you get me? Like, yeah, 100%. not going in just for that. Like, not making God like a business, I guess. Please. And um, so I was like, oh, how am I going to do that? And I found that, like, with becoming creative, mm. you find creative ways. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> man, like, you know, you, you can talk yourself out of a ticket. I'm not saying do it, but yeah. you, you become creative. Um, we started a boot camp. We started Monday night games at uh, basketball courts. Yeah. We just started these little things that just connected or gave opportunities to have conversations. And that's what this church really co- uh, taught me was connection is important. It's almost vital yeah. um, that people get to know you. And then once they know you, they'll, they'll see what you're about. You know, If they get to know me, they'll see why I have so much faith that I've got 20 bucks and in my account yet i'll still you know go out and do all these things yeah they'll see why um i turn up an hour early before things just to make sure everything's okay 
that's because the God that I, I follow, that's because the God yeah. or the Father that I have. And once, you know, once that clicked in my mind, I was like, far out, like I've been doing this all wrong. <laughs> I've been doing this all wrong. So that's where my journey is now, is, is really trying to connect. Um, and that's what the, the, that church did for me. It was really teach me how to approach. Yeah. And I think approach is an important word when it comes to faith. 100%. That our approach is, you know, you can say the most beautiful thing in a harsh tone. Yeah. They will wow. only remember the tone. Yeah, yeah. They, and how say, they felt from it. And eh? how they felt. Yeah. So uh, that's when I realised, okay, man, you know, this <laughs> it's not just the Bible, there's actually living it too. Yeah. And yeah. Man, tone tonality is like the the biggest argument between me and my wife. Oh. <laughs> like, can you ask me nicely? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You should That's also have a red button <laughs> when you start talking about the partners. Just start repeating oh, that yeah, red button. 100%, bro. Tone, I, I, I agree. Tone is, tone is deafening. I find it even interesting, like, tonality is definitely the way I read my, my word, the, re- the way I read the Bible. Mm. I, I try to understand, like, how would, we, would he have said it? I don't think he was, I don't think Jesus was a screamer. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I like don't think context he was like a, type of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why would he be screaming at a dinner? <laughs> but anyways, um, I wanted to obviously my last question with your with your personal life. Um, I wanted to um go into you're now married actually, yeah, and you have your wife Janice. Janice, yep. yes. Um, and she also runs a business. She does. Um, yeah. So married, beautiful partner Janice Ferretti with the. Ten month, ten, ten month, yeah. Wow. Um, Anaya Grace Ferretti yes. was born on the first of July, the week of lockdown, actually. Wow! So when baby was born, only um, her mum and dad got to meet him, her, and then it was lockdown. Uh, oh. My sister, who I moved here for, didn't see her for seven weeks. Whoa! Yeah, and she lived in Campbelltown because the whole um. The, 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 the band, the, yeah, the travel yeah, band, yeah, yeah. and because we're just so such great citizens, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nods, <laughs> yeah, nods, yeah, uncle and auntie, nah, don't, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> calling you all out, nah. nah, but you know, we we just in, in hindsight, yeah. what it created for us was you've got no one to turn to, Pumba <laughs> and Janice, you got to sort your baby out. So you know, we couldn't go, mom, come over and look after baby. We're yeah. tired. It was just. Know, suck it up we're parents we're taking on this responsibility yeah. we prayed for Anaya uh, we'd been trying for a while and then my partner Janice she actually said hey how about we start praying intentionally about you know what we're doing and what we're trying to do yeah man like within a month we fell pregnant so uh. it wasn't until we submitted that side of our relationship to God that you know things happened and man praise God and she arrived um Janice, yes, Janice. At that time, Janice was heavily into her poetry. Yeah, she does spoken word. And Can I just ask? Yeah, was Janice the one that wrote the? She writes the letters that that go into um, the packages that you do. Uh, I do majority of them. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. she does do them. If it was spelt right, it was probably <laughs> her. <laughs> so when I bought this, yeah. I, I got a little card, and honestly, it hit. It, it hit, was her. It hit really well, and yeah. I was like. Damn, that was really spot on. Hey, that was a good word. There you go. And I put it, I remember I put it on my on my wall um, at my old house. I need to find it. Yeah. But Man. it was it was good. 
It was probably Janice then. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but she does have a way of words, eh? Yeah, yeah. When I met her, I remember asking her, hey, what, what gets you going now? What are you like? We used to love training together. I know it doesn't look like it, but <laughs> <laughs> we used to love training together. And I just wanted to, like, see what else she had, like, depth to a person. Yeah. And then she goes, oh, I used, to, I used to actually write poetry. And I was like, whoa, mad, you know, give me something. She was real nervous at first. She started opening up and then... Next thing you know, she's like, oh, I'm thinking of starting a poetry Instagram page. Wow. So she launched uh, Words by Janice. Yeah, yeah, that's About it. three years ago, four years ago, maybe. And things started to happen. She started to find her feet within the poetry world. She was going to slams, would go to slams. And it was so cool because we would go to slams that were secular. What slam? Uh, poetry slam. So it's like a, like a competition. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you just come, you've got, you know, maybe five minutes, you know, just to give you poetry and people... Like an open mic? Yeah, yeah, like an open mic. And people from the crowd would actually vote. So it was real, like, then and there, you know. That's cool. In your face. That's cool. For me, I was like, wow, this is scary. I would never do that. (laughs) And she's getting up there and, like, excuse my language or whatever, if it offends anyone, but there were people up there talking about... There was one competition, the guy that won spoke about masturbation. Wow. And he won. That's, (laughs) bro. Like, we were, I was, my mouth was like, what? Like, he won? Really? Like, it was just, it just goes to show where we are. Yeah, yeah. It it just, because it was a vulgar language, it was, it was just entertainment. That's all it was. Yeah. And for Janice to step into that space, I was like, Go on, girl. Like, <laughs> go with the spirit. <laughs> I was just getting ready to run up and grab her, and, you know. And she was up there talking about God. And one of my favorite pieces of hers is um, the golden calf. Oh. Yeah. And, oh, man. Uh, she just speaks about the golden calf, obviously, in Exodus. Yeah, yeah. And she asks, what have you created as a golden calf that has taken taking your eyes off oh, Jesus? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And, but she goes deep, eh? And it's when she reads or when she says it, I just imagine getting slapped. Like, it's just talking to me like... <laughs> but I love that hers, it has levels. Yeah. I didn't realise what poetry was until I met Janice. Um, but yeah, so she did that and having baby, I think like a new revelation came to her to get into publishing, get into writing books. That's where mustard yeah, seed. Mu- that's where mustard seed comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was funny because we were talking about the name. She, we do this thing where we go to each other when we have ideas, and we have to be straight up. Like there's no. So she came into the room. She goes, "Hun, I think I got the name of the books." I go, "What is it?" She was like, "Beginning books," and I was like, "Hmm." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That says a lot." Yeah, and then she was just like, "You don't like it?" And I was like, "No, no, no." Keep going, keep going. And I think she heard a sermon. Oh, jeepers, I'm telling a story, but I think this is testimony to what Rain Apparel is too. Yeah, yeah. She heard a sermon and it spoke about a, a mustard seed mm. from the verse, um, having the faith so much that if you tell a mountain to move, it'll move. So that's where her um, the name comes from. Yeah. Um, even with early childhood, you know, planting that early seed yeah. into a child's life. That's that's what she's about. And I, I love it because there's still space to grow. You know, yeah, there's 100%. still so much space for her to grow. And um, the other day, the books arrived. Nice. They're here. We're going to start packaging them. 
start giving them out to the world. So shout out to you, hun. My shout out. books. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love it, man, because now we got now we're fighting for office space at home. <laughs> Literally today, the day we're recording this, she rearranged our office. Wow. I got this little corner. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but yeah, I love it. It's awesome that we get to do ministry like alongside each other. Yeah. And the the bonus is Anaya gets to see everything. Yeah, like yeah. we literally put her in her chair and we just sit in the office. That's awesome. And I don't know what it's doing for her, but I pray that you know it's planting that it's seed. It's planting those seeds. Yeah. Hey, our parents hustled for us. We're hustling for you. Like more hours for us, less for you. That yeah. type of thing. I love that. Oh. I remember. I, re- I remember writing that down when you said it. That was cool. Um, I wanted to move into rain apparel, and obviously we'll we'll finish off with these couple of questions. Um, but how did rain apparel come about? Mad, good question. I love this. I love this question because, um, I launched a brand back in New Zealand. Launched as a bit official. I started a brand, and the brand went as far as my closest friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the the brand was called Ugly, spelt U K L Y. Yeah, yeah. And it, <laughs> it was a play on the word ugly, yeah. but the way a fob would say it. Um, cause we used to, when we used to party, when we get to that ugly stage, you know, that ugly stage, normally around three or four in the morning, <laughs> we, Sometimes <used> early. <laughs> <laughs> we would call each other ugly, you're <laughs> ugly, no, you're ugly. So I started this brand and it kind of caught, you know, the boys liked it and I was doing shirts for the boys and stuff like that. Um, so I started, I felt what it's like to have people like what you're doing yeah yeah that whole um that feeling was nice hey can i have a t-shirt oh bro i love that t-shirt can you give me one i didn't have a business mind at that time i didn't have a business sense at that time yeah um so i knew that i could do it moving moving on it didn't make it didn't go far and that's all good i'm happy it didn't um forgot about it moved to australia and then entered this new circle of the church the church I was with, yeah, and that's where it kind of came back. And I remember a, a sermon. It was, I didn't learn anything from the sermon, but the question he asked right at the end was, "What do you have in your hands that you're not using?" Mm. And then, then and there, I was like, "Shucks, I've got my pencil. Literally, my pencil. What am I not doing with it?" And that's, I think, was the light bulb moment. Was when my heart, I guess, met my mind. Yeah. It was like when the two met, it was just like, bang, start a Christian clothing brand. Yeah, It's something that I love. It's creative. And it's, you know, it's, and I love God. So when I fused the, the two, my faith and my love for God, yeah, yeah. it was just, yeah, a Christian clothing brand. And I, I think at that time, uh, the youth, the, the younger youth, I saw that they were so easily um, influenced. Mm-hmm. You know, they would, uh, they were rocking the Yeezys and they're rocking all these big brands. And I'm like, man, there's such a, there's such a space there for a Christian brand to be. Yeah, yeah. And I remember my uncle, we're driving along in Wellington one time. There's a road that connects the town to the city. Yeah. And on the left side, it's ocean. And on the right side, it's a cliff. And there's this massive billboard that kind of hangs out and it's prime location. Yeah. And every time we go past, there's always an ad there, there's always an ad there. It's normal. But one day we drove past and it was empty. It just looked like, you know, the, it had been scraped away, the ad that was there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I was like, oh, man, there's no ad. And my uncle, I can't remember. I can't remember who it was. I think it was actually my older cousin. He said to me, he goes, do you know how prime that location is? Like, do you know how much companies would pay for that? And that's one story I always attach because I feel like we are billboards. Like we are prime locations. We are God's prime land. Like, and when we choose to wear something, we've chosen to put that billboard up. And if it's of God, I pray and hope that I've done something right for God. And that's Ooh. become like your whole mantra too, eh? <laughs> that's the walking it, yeah. billboards. So I wanna create we, we wanna create walking billboards of Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean you've got that jacket on. You don't know how many people have read the back. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. It's funny that I actually remember wearing it um one time and this lady came up to me and said she really liked my jacket. Hey. Just from reading the back. That's it. I mean, <laughs> I had the uh, situation the other day, I had I had a t shirt and it says just pray. I jumped out of the car and I heard this, yeah, we need that. <laughs> and I was like, hey, and this little lady pops up and she goes, we definitely need that. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> but it was that type of, you know, it was that type of that I really longed for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another story is um, we, we started that boot camp I was talking about mm. and I was wearing a Be Still t-shirt yeah. and know that I am God. A lot of the, some people from boot camp, we didn't know. It was just friends of friends. Anyway, well, I was boxing with this guy. Um, we're close and we're, we're together throughout the whole session. Anyway, the next week he came back and he goes, hey, that's a Bible verse. And I go, oh, yeah, it is. And he goes, oh, I went home and Googled it. Oh. I was just like, oh, man, those are those moments we long hey. for. Hey. Like, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know his background. I didn't know. But because he was just, we were there together boxing you know dying yeah, at the yeah. same time <laughs> all he was looking at was this t-shirt and all i was looking at was his nike t-shirt but he went and home, he went home and googled it wow. and i think that's what we want to create is that curiosity of oh what does that mean 100 yeah. percent. yeah like well, what does he mean by faith until you make it like yeah you know, just that. things like that and that's where rain apparel was really birthed that's awesome came about and this is the story behind it Oh, that's a that's a beautiful story. I love that that whole walking billboards of Jesus Christ thing. Mm. Like that's so true, and I love I love how it, it's a, such a beautiful reminder as well. You know, as what Christians should do, uh, what Christians, um, you know, the responsibilities we carry. Hundred mm, um, percent representing Christ, really. That's why I'm just you know I'm a five XL now, so <laughs> I can be a bigger billboard. You know. <laughs> Fits more letters, eh? Yeah, fits, <laughs> I can fit almost Revelation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just put the whole Bible on me. <laughs> I'll put Psalms on my back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, it, I, I love it, man. And it's it's put us in a lot of spaces, <laughs> a lot of cool spaces. All right, so um, what was some of your, what would you say in regards to the Rain of Power, what would you say was some of your biggest lessons uh, when it comes to being a small business owner? Um, one word that, that, that comes to mind straight away is, um, persistence, mm. um, small business. I, I, the, the day we launched it, it was a, it was a cold launch and it was through Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. yeah. That was it. Um, had no dream of getting a website. We were just, I was just so boxed in. It was like, now nah, we'll sell through Instagram and Facebook. It's all good. Yeah. The day we launched it, nothing. 
no no sales, no messages, no nothing. And I was like, man, this sucks. And the first day I like almost, you know, counted myself out. Wow. Yeah, I know. Um, so persistence for me has been key because we're we're in, you know, the devil is this is his world. Yeah. Right. And what we're trying to do is highlight and bring God out. Yeah. We're trying to put the spotlight on God. We're almost trying to normalize God, right? Mm. Like make him an everyday conversation. Yeah. Make him a, a subject that people like say straight after. How are you, man? How's your journey? Like, you wow, know, like just, you know, that's trying a to. Good that's what we that was the big dream of like, you know, and then when we launched and nothing happened for like a week, I was like, oh, man. So obviously our family, you know, your family, they're loyal. Yeah, they course. bought, you know, they ordered. And then it wasn't until like, I'm not discrediting their, you know, purchases, but it wasn't until someone I didn't know purchased. And it was just like, Janice, do you know that person? No, do you? Not? Oh, we got lucky. <laughs> you know? We got our first like out of the network customer. Yeah, it was yeah. like, okay, cool. You know, let's go. Like, no, let's go. Let's, let's do this. Let's stay persistent and... With persistence come lessons. Like, you know, yeah. obviously, we sold our first T-shirt at $50. Wow. Mate, slapped me in the face. Like, well, you know, I thought I could go straight in there and, you know, you know, be in the likes of the big brands, you know, compete with them. And I was like, oh, man, okay, let's, you know, let's soften our price because at that time it was about sales. It yep. was about, you know, the sales. But as we went on, we realised... Shucks, we want rent apparel to be affordable to the student. We want rent apparel to be affordable to the single mother. Yeah. Um, to a family of nine, ten, fifteen kids. Yeah. So we all then that was a lesson learned. And, you know, with these lessons, I, I think that's why persistent persistence is the word I choose because every I guess um everything we did wrong, mm. there was a lesson. Yeah. And then it was okay, cool, let's persist. Another mistake, lesson. I think it's only a mistake if you don't learn a lesson. I've been taught that. Um, the second that you make a mistake, don't concentrate or dwell so much on the mistake. Yeah. Look at the lesson that's meant to be learned. And until I learned that lesson, okay, cool. Pivot and move on. And that was something that we, 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 we've, we've learned to do. Uh. Um, and that $50 a t-shirt, oh my gosh, I'm embarrassed to say that because now we're selling it at a much better price we're comfortable with the margin. Yeah. God is, you know, God is constantly, I guess, developing the side that we lack, and that's the business and marketing side. Yeah. Um, a lot of self-development has happened. So be, even being persistent with that, like, you know, when I first looked at my first, like, like YouTube kind of series of lessons, yeah. it was like three-hour video, three-hour video, <laughs> oh, wow. three-hour video. And I'm just like... Like, really do I need to know all that like but that's again persistence is like yeah. you know when you have when you have a calling you got to be persistent man because the world's gonna the world doesn't want this yeah. the world doesn't want this to to be successful the world doesn't want rain apparel or you know a Christian brand must seed books to do well yeah so that's the the battle that we have and we know that there's a spiritual battle going on. Yeah. I guess that's we just have to be persistent. And, and, and I, I wanted to touch on that too, because obviously, like, you're a Christian um, brand and, and you're a Christian business 
and going s- stepping into the 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 business world um what are some of the struggles that you felt like you have to deal with with when it comes to that because there's so like there's a lot of um noise around you know making this money investing in this and all that stuff but what about when it comes to bringing it back to keeping your christian principles you know yeah biblical principles? i love that question bro because it, it is it is so real yeah that sometimes like and this happened early in our days sometimes the focus would shift to sales yeah. to likes yeah. to followers and then it'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shucks. Sorry, God. Oh, yeah, we'll come back. Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll satisfy this part. Tick the yeah. box, tick the box. Okay, what sales? What's the sales? What are yeah. we looking at? Where are our followers at? And I think that's where that's where the devil's so smart yeah. because he'll make a blessing. look. He'll make something look like a blessing. Yeah. You know, he's really good like that. He'll camouflage you know, something that's bad, look look real good and... That's how I think we'll get sucked in. And I, I think for, for us is to stay rooted. Yes. Like the root and go back to, yes, our leaves are beautiful, yep. but never forget where you started. And it was that seed. And the why as And the well. why, yeah, yeah. The why is so important. And our why is because we've got a talent, we've got a gift, and we love God. Yeah. We want people to win. Like that, that saying, you know, that I want people to know it's, I say this a lot, but it feels like I've got a... You know, back in the days when you used to play um, Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, yeah. And, and Crash Bandicoot, and you had all those cheat codes? Yes. <laughs> you remember the, like, XO? <laughs> I want that too. <laughs> I feel like we've got it as Christians. Yeah. We've got the cheat code. It's just that we've got to tell people about this, you know, this Bible that we have, this God that we serve. And that's where Rain Apparel kind of just keeps going because... In the fashion industry, I don't yeah. see a big Christian presence. Yeah, wow, that's like, true. Uh, when I first told my friend about it, he said, it's, oh, that's a, that's a niche. And I said, that's exactly why we want to get in. Because I don't want God to be a niche. I want God to be normalized. I want God to be spoken about on the Channel 7 News every 6 o'clock. I want God to be in colleges. They've stopped praying. Yeah. You know, they've stopped praying in colleges now. Rather than it being a touchy subject, rather it being a touchy subject, I want yeah. it. You know, I want everyone to to experience his love. Yeah, that's a whole hot teller right there. Man. <laughs> um, I I definitely relate for our like for when it comes to us and our podcast. Um, I'm often you know like creatively we we we've put so much into this, um, Nons and I and, and also the other two boys and. Sometimes the numbers don't add up to the the things that we're we're putting in, the energy we're putting in, and I often like would say to Nons like, okay, what are we doing? We need to readjust this, and often it takes one person to message us, and it just gets that re reminder. Oh, re reminder! Wow, that's not even a re reminder. <laughs> it get we get that reminder yep. again of like, um, okay, this is, um, uh, this is a reminder of why we do this. We never wanted. We never did it because we only we wanted a thousand people to to listen. We did it because we wanted the one, mm. and just that I was impacted listening to a podcast in a previous time, the same way as we we would expect others to. I love that, man. I love that. Um, one thing I, I wanted to encourage you, and and I love that, um, the word that comes to mind when it comes to brain apparel and the and the things that you actually put on 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 your shirts, um. 
is palatable. <laughs> it's such a. I I remember hearing um, T D Jake saying it, and he was saying that how when he preaches at different um, spaces and different audiences, one thing he notices is that he's had to almost make like sometimes he's in church mode, but sometimes he's in conversation oh, mode. Wow. And if you know T D Jake's, like there's a massive difference. Mm. But the beautiful thing is he's he's learned a way of how to make God's word palatable for the person. Um, who he's speaking to so if he's speaking to um, like at the time he was saying he was speaking to um, the LA Galaxy I think they're a oh, soccer, yeah, yeah, soccer yeah. team and he was speaking to them and he realised so he was saying like he didn't have to put church on he didn't have to preach like he's preaching at mm. church he preached in stories oh. that, that that related to them but still had that that Christ-centred mm. biblical truth behind it and I think that's a beautiful thing that you do is you put this Christ-centered biblical truth on the shirts wow. that it looks like a cool brand, <laughs> honestly. But then when you actually dive into it and, and understand the, the heart behind this, and this is why I wanted to have you on, mm. is we wanted to, people to understand the heart behind what you do and, and the, the fact that you put the palatable words on there you know, for people to receive. Man, I love that. Thank and you, bro. Yeah. Got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> um I've never yeah, I've never had that said to me, so thank yeah. you. Oh, that's all good. Um so what uh to wrap us up with the, a couple more, I wanted to ask um what's next for Rain of Power? Man, what's next? So I think we wanna step into uh storytelling. Yeah. Yeah, we really wanna I've I've started a little vlog. Um Detailing what goes on behind the scenes, yeah, and it, it kind of solidified it even more when Janice started Mustard Seed, yeah, because I was like, oh, when I was vlogging, I was like, it just feels like it's just me, mm. like with rain. So now that she's doing that, and we've got baby, because I know that like a, a lot of people just there's there's two sides to video, there's entertainment, but there's education. Yeah, like wow. I, I truly believe that if you truly feel like you've got value, you should share it. And I feel that we do have value yeah. or we do have a space where we we might be listened to by that one, um, that one sheep. But I I think the next part is kind of telling the story because it just it helps us tell people why yeah. we do it. Mm. It, helps it helps people understand how we do it and who does it, you know. Yeah. Who, the, who ultimately does it for us So I think that's another space That we really want to step into Mustard Seed Books is officially Launching very soon um, So a lot of energy will go into that as well Yeah. And then Rain Apparel We'll just go on with our um, drops Every month We'll try to drop every month And also just connecting Like I, 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 I've noticed I've been using my social media wrong mm. um, I do a lot of this is what we're doing, this is what we're doing, but I don't do a lot of, hey, how are you? Oh. Hey, what's what's going on in your world? Yeah. Hey, like, do you like this design? Do you like this design? What do you think like about... Interact. Yeah, so yeah. I want to interact more. The other day I put up a, a simple story of me getting a coffee, mm. and it was just like, what's your go-to coffee? Man, I had so many responses. Like I was like, <laughs> man, like you know, people want to interact. Yeah, and um, I think on social media is we you need to interact on social media because a lot of people in COVID 
have gone, I guess, behind their screens. The, the, the screen time during COVID just shot up. Yeah. And that's <laughs> iPad, that's phone, and that's compu- uh, PC. Yeah, yeah. The numbers were ridiculous. So for me, it's saying, okay, people are behind their screens. Give them something. Give them a conversation. Ask them if they want prayer. Ask yeah. them if there's something you know they're struggling with. So that interaction, I really want to start doing that a little bit more. Yeah, uh, that's beautiful. I actually, um, one of the mentalities that I had behind that um, that almost stopped us from trying to be interactive with mm-hmm. people is there's this feeling of like, okay, you're not famous, relax. Like, yeah, I get it, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, like, nah, we we. We have these platforms, you know. We've been blessed with these platforms. We need to interact just as they do, mm. you know. If not us, then who? Kind of thing. And I feel like, um, you know, it's a beautiful way to to be able to build relationships. Also, um, I love putting up questions or, or things just to interact with, like audience and stuff like that. Yeah, because you never know. Like you never know. You could be going the whole different path, and then someone. That's it. <laughs> like, yeah, you never know what. Someone's going through, and the second yeah. you put up something that's relatable, man, okay, cool, this guy knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And it also gives you, helps with your vision of what's next as well. That, that's it. And I think the more spaces, like, I know don't, I've been told not to try everything or diversify too quick, yeah. but I know there's a lot of spaces that we should, we need to go in. Yeah. And I guess it's just, again, with being faithful with the space that we're in, we are in. Yeah. So that God can see that we're faithful and, you know, hopefully bless us with a new space to go in and, and infect. Oh, I love that, man. All right, last question. Um, any future collabs with your merch? Oh, man, probably just Under Armour and... Uh, hey! <laughs> man, oh, 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 it's actually a good question because uh, I listened to a guy named Ed Milet. If you oh, guys yeah. want a good Christian business um, businessman, yep. Ed Milet on all the socials and I remember he goes to me oh he goes to me (laughs) (laughs) nah because we had a one-on-one consult nah nah, nah. he in his podcast he goes be so bold or live a bold life that you're driven to write down a list of the top 10 collabs you want to do wow he actually said top 100 but I say top 10 because I was just like so I remember listening to that I was like you know what I'm going to try it who'd you write down bro I wrote Under Armour Nike um, all the all the worldly brands because I want to infiltrate it. Yeah, uh, you know, like you look at fear of God. Oh, bro, I <laughs> love that brand. No one like Jerry Lorenzo. Hey, it was like uh, for a moment, it was one of the most googled top hundred googled things. Fear of God. Yeah, and that's what we want to create. Like Tim Tebow, he done the three sixteen on his. The, you know that's that right. story. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the most googled thing for a week. Even um, even uh, Steph. Stephen Curry's shoes. Shoes? Yeah. So I think that's like uh, the whole saying of um, be in the world, but not about the world. Yeah. Like, you know, be in the world, and but not, you know, not be about the world. So yeah. I think that's something that, so my collaboration, like the top 10 was, yeah, all the big brands. And then there's a brand um, from one of the boys here, also, also clothing. Mm. Um, he, was, he was on the list too. Uh, some other influences like um, uh, Ward, one of the boxers, Jeremy Ward. Uh, he's big testimony of God. Just yeah. So write that list. That's almost like stupid, silly list because that's the faith 
that yeah. we're meant to have is that that boldness of of stepping out. So, Under Armour, I'm coming after you now. Wow. Even fear of God, wow. Fear of God, man. All yeah. I'm also fearful of the prices too. Oh, <laughs> but a thousand dollars for those sneakers! Oh my gosh. I only like wearing it when I play a 2K. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm okay because they'll never have my size, so <laughs> that's why I want to get with them. So I say, hey guys, there's a market in Ford Five Yeah, bro. I but know definitely that there's a, a, like for us if we were to do our own thing, it would definitely go more towards the bigger sizes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what you were talking about before, like um, how you would get messages and stuff, like yeah. you know that one, like. The other day, someone placed an order, don't know the person, and with the way the website's set up, we can we can see, like, you know, what they did on the website. Oh, wow. Like, you know, how they went through. and But there's a space on our website we can actually add a note. Oh, you added a note. Did you I? added a note to your order. You said, um, also table talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But this lady left a, man, she left a gem of a message mm. where, I re- where I was literally reading it and I started crying. I started tearing up. Wow. It was just, it was just life breathing, man. I was like, look, you know, we really love what you're doing. We want to support. We believe that there's a space for this and, you know, with our kids. She was hitting all the, you know, all the buzz spots for me. And I found myself just sitting there. I was like, man, I'm ready to go. I'm ready, like, you know, I'm ready to fight, whatever. Send them to me. I'll do whatever you want, God. But those are the you know when you spoke about that yeah, that yeah. one that t- like you know the lepers, the ten lepers when they mm. all left, only one turned around to say thank you. And I was like, oh man, that's I love when people drop those little notes and and things like that. Oh man, I was gonna close it off, but I thought um, I wanted to ask you this one thing: um, biggest piece of advice you would give for someone looking to start. Oh, looking to start. Um, oh, yeah, back yourself. Yeah. Back yourself, man. Because if you're, I was told this, it was a harsh podcast, yeah. was if you're not going to do it, no one else is. And like, if you've got this idea and it's brewing in your head, back yourself. Because regret is worse than not trying. Ah, like that ah. regret just stabs <laughs> and twists. And the worst one is when you don't launch it and someone else does. Like, I'm a true believer. If God gives you a blessing and you don't use it, he's just going to give it to the next person. 100%. So back yourself. you got a circle around you. You know, get yourself into a good circle. Yeah. And just go. Go. It's that harsh reality when you realise um, God has options. Eh? Oh, <laughs> man. He's got options, man. And, you know, he does, what's that saying? Um, he, he came to qualify. Oh, we... Oui. <laughs> Mine blanked. <laughs> oh, he didn't come to call the qualified. He came. He qualified the court. Yeah. Wow. So I think that's that's true. Is that leaders? I don't believe leaders are born. They could be made as well. Yeah. Oh, look at you just dropping gems oh. like that oh, this whole time, bro. Bro, I got a script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's the bonus of listening to podcasts, man. Yeah, hundred percent. And I'm sure people have used. Or, or gone off the back of what you guys spoke about. Yeah. It's been a lunchroom conversation. It's been a conversation in the car. I know it's been a conversation in my car. Yeah. So I guess this is a... I want to say thank you. Oh, thank man. you to Waves, Nons behind the ones and twos. <laughs> We've got Rawley that's not here. And I forgot the... Uh, Frosty. Frosty. Yeah. 
Father Frosty, he feels like a father figure, eh? Yeah, he gets, he's like that. Man, shout out to you, Frosty, as well. He's an old soul. Yeah? Yeah. Man. Uh, <laughs> the Uso Table Talk podcast, man, you guys are doing it. No, thank you. You guys are stepped into a space that, man, we're not in. And I'm sure a lot of people have been encouraged by what you guys do. Yeah. So God bless you guys. And, thank you, Uso. Uh, can't wait to man, collab thank even you. more. Thank you for coming on also. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate the words that you've um, dropped on here, man. Can't wait to go edit this. <laughs> I've enjoyed it, man. I've really enjoyed it. Like I said, I was I was nervous, but man, you guys are a vibe, man. You guys ah, are a thank vibe. You. But nuns, I got one question. Did you find out what they are? <laughs> but what is? It's simply. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you'd have that to go killed back to me, bro. <laughs> that killed me, bro. I love that, man. Rolling like siblings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God bless you, boys. Uh, thank you. So, uh, any shout outs? Uh, shout outs to my wife. Yeah. Holding it down with baby. Um, shout out to my family. Shout out to all the people that I used as a step. And that's my family. That's my friends. A lot of the times, there, you know, yeah. they are your stepping stones. So. 100%. And shout out to you boys. Shout out to shout out to everyone trying. Love that. Shout out to my wife. Love you, babe. And uh shout out to the Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> Tough loss as always, but uh let's pick it up next week. Yeah? Alright. Uh but right now I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna pray soft and then um yeah, that's tough. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for bringing the Uso Faitele with us. Um, we, we pray that these words go out to the world. We pray that everything that was spoken here may not be taken lightly. We pray that the words that yes. were spoken here may be taken with uh, grace and love and, and everything that you have for, mm. the, for, the, for, them, for those people listening in. Uh, we pray that conversations be uh, sparked and creativity be um, cultivated within mm. people who are listening, Father and we thank you for this opportunity once again that we get to do this. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. If you haven't already, make sure you like and subscribe. Also, hit us up. Hit up um, uh, Rain Apparel. Make sure you check out some of their stuff. Uh, they got a lot of good merch. I love this camera. This is just the best. <laughs> and we're going to go enjoy our new exclusive hats. So keep an eye out for those. All right. Take care. God bless, everyone. God bless. I don't play games